Hey everybody, welcome back to Rose 1 through 10. We're here for episode 19 of the podcast. We're here as always. I'm here with Derek and we got a very special guest with us today. He was at the Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond and he's going to keep the Rose 1 through 10 uh, in person moniker alive. He's Mr. Ben Figures. He was close to the action this past weekend. And how was it, man? I just turned up and turned left all day, baby. It was awesome. Good to be back in the track. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I believe this is probably your first race since 2020 Daytona 500. Yes, sir. Wow, so it's been a while. So glad to have you back at the race. It's kind of sad, you know. I didn't know that was gonna be my last Clint Boyer race, but you know. Yeah, uh, that was probably I guess before he announced his retirement, right? Yep, we were just because we it was kind of he didn't really announce it. He just kind of got forced out. Yeah, we were just down there licking doorknobs and all that kind of stuff, you know, before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> back in normal times right <laughs> but yeah that's awesome um glad you were able to get back out to the race um what'd you think uh how was the race from your vantage point well first off it was very eerie it was quiet it was nuts um, what do you mean quiet like the fans were quiet or or like what was just like what was quiet like, so well one they didn't open the gates till like, i believe it was like 11 so I Ubered there from my friend's house in Richmond. And so. I've lost him. Did we lose him? I think so. It still says he's connected. My phone, wow. like, my, goes, my phone goes to lock mode. I guess it doesn't keep recording. Oh. Te- technical difficulties. But wow. yes. So got there like 11. There's like eight trailers there. This is kind of. Is what it is, you know. There's only ten thousand people there, you know. Yeah, it's very subdued. Right. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's very subdued. I mean, there's not you don't have the tro- droves of fans just tailgating all day in the parking lot. You know, if right. usually Richmond's a night race and you see people there tailgating all day, and by the time race time, people are just hammered. You know. So. Right. Well, I, I just I would say though, like I've been to a few of these things and in, in uh in, in COVID times now, and like. There's there's some sometimes it's been weird, but like Bristol was still electric last year, and I, like this last time when I was back in Atlanta, that's when it hit me like oh like we're getting pretty close. So I'm just kind of surprised to hear you say that because I thought we were kind of like trending further and further away from the. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, I guess because he he wasn't able to go to a race last year. I mean, I guess other than the 500, which back then it was like. Wow. Big time, you know, it was booming then, you know, right? And then, so then I said last year we kind of got a taste of it. Like I said it felt like it was booming at Bristol, but it was probably only half that, you know, it yeah. just felt like it was booming because we hadn't been back and fans hadn't been back. And I will say it was better in the stands than walking around the trailers, you know, obviously when you get in there, right? Better, I mean, but... on TV, it looked like a half decent crowd at Richmond. I mean, I like that you could see fans all the way around. I mean, travel right. so strong that it didn't look like much more than a normal spring race. <laughs> I, I, that's what I told you guys in the group chat, too. Like, they moved this thing back to the day, too. And like the last time they ran this thing in the day in 2017 when Joey Logano won. Uh, it, I, I don't Boo. know if you guys remember that race. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys – that was a nice crack. Thanks. Uh, Bush. I don't, I, I don't know if you guys remember that race in, in 2017, but it was hot as balls that day. Like one of the hottest races I've ever been to. And that place couldn't have been more than like 50% full. I think that's the time me and Derek went. And we just went to the – I just went to the Bush race, I think. 
Yeah, I would say I remember that weekend. It was hot all weekend. I think I remember coming back from the bush race and just being like wore out and just yeah. like, dude, it is hot. Yeah. And sitting in those metal bleachers at Bridgman, you just get cooked. Oh, by the way, I will say the guy I went with, shout out to Steven, you know, reserved the seats and he got the seat cushions. Nice. Oh, good oh, call. oh back in the day, I was just like, what a bunch of wussies. But I took that seat and I was just like, hot it's damn. Game changer. Oh, man. What, <laughs> it was what? awesome. What was the pulse of the fans at the track, Ben? Is it like day race or night race? Do they want the race back at night, or did they like the day race? Ethan. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very biased. I think the Sunday day race is stupid. I mean, I think you kind of answered your point there, Travis. That, I mean, you said that the, usually the day races, a lot of fans don't come. I mean, I feel like the vibe at Richmond is definitely that of a Saturday night. Bring your family. Bring the kids. Um don't take a day off work like I do. Cause I'm- yeah, yeah. Don't have to take a day off work or, right. you know what I'm saying? You can go and enjoy yourself and whatever, get a get a hotel or whatever. Overindulge. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> if it's a Saturday night, you can overindulge a little bit and stay, get a hotel or whatever. And right. not have to yeah. worry about it. Get back to work on the Monday. Whole ex- the whole experience to me is just better on a Saturday. Just, I don't know. That's just- I think every and, and I mean Saturday. you can't say the racing product was any better. I mean, yeah, it's better that it's hot and slick, but it didn't really these drivers. It didn't affect them. I mean, we had yeah two cautions, both. Well, one I guess was just a. Oh, you boys are gonna be proud of me too. You'd be very proud. Stealing the cautions. Go ahead. So the first one, I don't remember what jabroni it was coming out of pit lane. It was your boy Austin Cindric. Was it? Yeah. I saw him come out of pit lane. I was like, that dude's in a wreck. And so yeah. we were like, we were like, we were sitting like right in my exit of pit row, like dog would be. So like right into turn one. Yeah. So you can like see him go into turn two and then they kind of disappear and you can see him like kind of like line up for turn three. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw him. Who, who wrecked him? I don't remember who. who well, he wrecked wreck. Newman. He hit Ryan Newman. Right. And Ryan Newman like bumped him, come out of the pit. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And I pointed Newman it out. probably was not very happy. Well, but I yeah, think, it was a rookie mistake. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, not even time. really a full time rookie. It was just right. one of those things. It was like, oh, messed up. I was up surprised there. to see him racing. To be honest. Yeah, he's only I mean, running like a handful of races this year. Yes. So. But yeah, so then you had one incident right there, and that's just like a. I said a, one of the guys that's not even a rookie makes a mistake, and then Kevin Harvick's incident going to one was mechanical or tire failure. So. That was right in front of us, which is kind of cool to see. I mean, I, I know people. Yeah, I figured that. that was right in front of you guys. You know, I, was like, I, hate, yeah. I, I hate when people are like, I just want to go see the Reds, but it was kind of cool to see, you know, at that point in time. <laughs> oh, we, we needed something. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, kind of saved the race, really. Oh. We got the late, late race caution, which Alex Bowman came away and stole the win. Um, oh, dude, fucking killed. Oh, are we allowed to say cuss words on this one? Yeah. Don't know. Okay, cool. Yeah, he fucking killed on that, on that restart. Man. It was awesome. Yeah. It was cool to see. Um, yes. It really, I said, it kind of saved the race. Other than that, I mean, from my vantage point at the house, it was very uneventful, yeah. quite boring. I mean, well, you had you had some lead changes. You had Martin Truex Jr. running really well. You had Denny Hamlin running really well, which he swept both stages. Um, and then you had Joey Logano right there in the mix. And Joey Logano lost the lead on the last pit stop yep. there under green. So. But by the way, just forgot to mention in the spirit of rows one through 10, I completely neglected to mention at the start of the podcast. Derek, you also made a trip this past week. And I did. I mean, we'll get into yeah, all that. We'll yeah. unpack the uh, sprint car world here in a little bit with um, 
Ben gets off the line. But yeah, yeah I had a I good time. To give, I, I might want to listen. I might want to listen. You don't. Know. Yeah, I mean, you can stay as long as you want, Ben. I'm more than welcome. You can chime in. Um, I just wanted to make sure I gave that a mention in the spirit of Royce one, because that was a week ago now. So I just kind of forgot about it, honestly. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's been a busy week from from that point, um, and a lot of racing's happened, uh, especially on the sprint car side. So, and and that was uh, like, um, I'm talking too fast. Go ahead. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get into it later. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was completely getting ahead of myself. I thought I saw about... smoke through the headphones. <laughs> um, and it's not no. on this end. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to. Um, okay, I know what I was going to say now. Go Back ahead. to Richmond. I just wanted to drop that nugget. I'm all over the place right now. But <laughs> with that being said, I don't know what you guys think, but this is a discussion. Okay, like I, me and Derek agree. Ben had a different perspective. I mean, I was at Atlanta too. Like most people didn't say that was a good race. I thought it was. From the track, an awesome race. That's what I was gonna so, say. Hell like, yeah. you, like you, 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 so like, yeah, it's 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 a different perspective. Where I don't think there's a lot of times people go to the racetrack and or or see a bad race because they're having a good time, they're enjoying watching the racing. But on TV, oh. yeah, like that was not a good race. I probably would have watched like, two laps of that race on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, like I said, the it, it definitely is a different perspective from the house uh, when you're on the couch watching. Um, but I can still appreciate those races at Richmond. You're not every every race isn't going to be a barn burner. Like I said I know what it's like being at Richmond and seeing right. that race. Like, I mean, kind of in the middle there, the middle of stage two, I believe it was when Keselowski threw that hail mary of a strategy, which yeah, honestly at the that. time, it, I mean, honestly, like in real yep. time, it's like this he's might always, work. He's always done that kind of shit though. Yeah, I mean, and you know, he, you know, he they're going to get a down, win, didn't he? Yes, like, they ended up going a lot down. So it ended up killing them. But that was, uh, that was my pick, by the way. Well, one of my picks. So, no, I yeah. Mean, was, the, and you think about <laughs> it. I think Mike Joy talked about it. It was that that used to be the strategy of this race. People only like pitted one time during the stage um, until right. I believe Roush Fenway did it one time. They pitted twice. And then I don't know what's changed since then. I guess different well, compounds. They made stage two longer. It used to be 100, 100, 200, but stage two was 155. There you go. Okay, so it's an extra fifty-five laps. Um, yeah. So Richmond, Richmond's I did, not I did, a track you can play games with tires. Like you need tires at Richmond. Like, I did notice the stages were a little funky. I didn't realize they changed them. Yeah. Because the first two stages were over so fast. I thought. I well, like, the first oh. stage was over very quickly, and then the right. second stage was kind of longer. I agree. So yeah, they kind of evened them out a little bit. Except that, yeah. I don't know what the, they did there in the first one, but. I believe uh, NASCAR said with a lot of the races this year, they're trying to make stay uh, like the final stage more of a sprint, and they don't want it to get like too long and drawn out. So they're going to make. I hate that. So that, that might well, be it kind of makes sense. Make make, make the middle long. of the race make the middle of the race long and drawn out. I kind of like that. I will say, I just like throw my hot dog wrapper out there and see what happens. It's not a bad idea. You could have been we like need a yellow. Big call you could have been like the dude the one year and like climbed the fence and sat at the top of the fence. Like, oh, yeah, there's always that option too. That was um, my first Richmond race. And I was like, I was in, literally in that dude's section. Nice. <laughs> I was just like, that dude's on the fence. Like, I, like I watched the entire thing happen. Like, I will um, say, I, I was just say, I will say, like, I did enjoy watching like the top three go at it throughout the race. Because they, they were definitely like, especially once they hit lap traffic, it was it was a lot closer than that it would seem on TV. But overall, 
I don't know. One thing I was going to ask uh, ask you guys is, so what do you like? All three of us have gone to Richmond or well, a lot as fans, and we love going there. But what do you guys think about the future of Richmond as a track? Like, I don't. Do you guys? I don't foresee a scenario where Richmond completely goes away. I definitely think Richmond's staring at losing. I I said earlier this year. I think Daytona Road Course should get a permanent date. And I don't Richmond's know why probably the, two races. I still don't understand that. So I think Richmond's going to end up losing a date, and it'll probably be this spring date if they lose one. See, I think they so, should win the playoff race. I think. No, nah, I like his short track in the playoffs. Okay, but that's true too. Good with point. that said, like. Oh, what's it going to take to fix Richmond? Like, I know they're not grinding up the track like they used to. Um, like, does Richmond just – do you think it needs to just, just be completely reconfigured? Um, just like, get them what? old 1980s cars out there and let them go at it. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I NASCAR know. died when Dale. <laughs> NASCAR died when Dale died. <laughs> um, no, I mean, fake first, first and foremost, you got to – you got to give it a couple races with this new car. <laughs> they need Kale back out there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you need to give it a couple races with this new car that we're coming in to next year. See what the product is then. Because um, it could be a lot different. You know, Richmond could be the best track. You know, we want to build all Richmonds after that point. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, because remember back in like a couple years ago, it would just be like Joe Legato like leading the whole fucking race. Yeah, I mean, but we remember the, the, the good old days that, like, growing up watching races at Richmond, like, guys used to, like, like, Richmond used to be a tough track. Like, it was oh. the action track. Like, people got loose and backed it into the fence at Richmond a lot. Turn that was two, a common was like, thing. Tur- turn two ate people up back in the day. Well, that's and what like, I'm saying is this car, ever since I feel like the the Gen 6 car, yep. it's it hasn't produced great racing at Richmond or Phoenix. I mean, this, those tracks have kind of suffered with this package. Um, yep. Where other tracks have excelled, I said that's what I'm saying. Give it, you got to wait and give it maybe a year or two with this new package and see how that races at these kind of tracks. Um, Do we agree that it's imminent that Richmond's going to be the next track to lose a date, though? I agree. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I, I'm all for it for diversifying the schedule. Um, however that works, you know what I'm saying. However, it divvies up or whatever. Um, like I said, I can see it going to Daytona Road Course or something like that. Um, but yeah, certainly they've invested too much money recently into that place for it just to completely go off the schedule. So I don't see that happening. Um, another option I think that they could do that you did back in the day and Dale Jr. was a big component of it. I know cause he won off a bunch of races when they did it. Um, is they sealed the racetrack back in like 99 or 2000 ish, somewhere in that ballpark. And it made it look real black. Kind of yeah, like, that's when Tony Stewart won his first race there. Yeah, that was in '99. Um, I don't know when. I, th- I don't know if they sealed it that year, the beginning of '99 or something like that. But yeah, I know they. And I don't know if that's something they could look at to uh, to give it a kind of di- different surface. Um, I don't they know. Re- they could reseal it and call it the Ziploc 400. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you? I mean, like, <laughs> it's a good it marketing a long project. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> What what would you guys think about like re reconfiguring Richmond and just completely getting rid of like that dog leg like trioval and just like completely like giving the track a new layout? Because I think at this point that might be the answer. I like, like it. I mean, it's a unique layout. I mean, so you're saying make it more like Martinsville? 
Yeah, more like Martinsville, more like make it an oval. I, you know? No, because I think we're going to get too watered down with those. You got Bristol that's going to be like that. You got New Hampshire that's kind of like that, that's flat. Um, then well, you got I'm, I'm not saying get rid of the banking, but just just make it more of an oval. No, I mean, I mean that would make it it'd be still unique, but I still think I like the D shape. It's unique already. Um, I don't think that you need to re configure it anyway. I mean, we, we see some great finishes coming off turn four like that. You know, they can hit it, like, floor it, and, you know, it's been a yeah. while, but we can see some great finishes there like that. I mean, it used to be called I mean, the I, I track, can recall one it used to be great, called that for that for a reason. So, I can I said, recall one find the right combo. Finish. I can recall one great finish. That's the <laughs> like, I think the Carl Edwards Kyle. Well, that's what I'm saying. A lot. There was a lot of great finishes back in the day. Yeah. You, so. you, what are you, like, 15? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, correct. Oh, I forgot. He's 14. Sorry. <laughs> Derek, how pissed were you that day when Carl... You, what was your last out? last Richmond race? What, last year? That was your first Richmond race? Yeah. No, that was my first NASCAR. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Travis. Uh, how pissed were you that day when Carl moved Kyle for that win? Oh, I mean, yeah. I you, the speaking were... of... Uh, that was a spring day race. Um, great finish right there. Yeah, that was a great the finish. The guys were just dogging you. Oh yeah, I mean, well, Andrew certainly was because I mean, we were we went we we're ready to go down oh. to the finish line like we always do, no matter who wins. And certainly it's Kyle Busch, so I'm getting juiced up, you know, excited, like yes, about to see my driver win. Uh, they go into oh. turn one, turn two, can't see him. Oh. oh, nuts! Coming coming in turn three, I see Carl Edwards leading. I'm like, what the hell just happened? What just happened? And uh, I I do have a crazy story about this race that just happened though. If you guys want to hear it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, we're, we love stories. Uh, so I right, was sitting there, and it's like the doldrums of the whole race, like stage two, like halfway through. I have like one eye open at this point. I've and, been there, uh, done that. <laughs> and we see it's like commotion like down to the left of us. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And this lady is like holding the back of her head like she's bleeding. Pulls her like her hand away from her head, and her hand it looks like – Watch the Nationals red. It was disgusting. What? And so we're looking around. We thought someone threw a beer can. And so, like, all the people are, like, looking up, like, trying to figure out who threw it. Like, you know, like, as you do. Like, get out of here. Yeah. It, it was a lug nut from a car. Hit her right in the head. No shit. I swear to God. Like, we, there was, like, two of them sitting on the fucking bleachers right next to her. Damn. It was wild. I've never seen that. That's crazy. It had to be from a I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Right, I mean, yeah, I mean, you speak of that, and that brings up the topic. Uh, thanks, they're Kevin. in the they're thanks, in the middle Kevin of the Harvick. race, huh? It's probably Kevin Harvick. It's probably Ryan Rex. What was it? Right at that same time, kinda. I guess that's another reason you're they they, they penalize the crew chiefs for not getting all five tight. Like, well, yeah, well, that, this is what I, the point I was about to bring up, and I haven't really heard it around the garage rumblings yet. Um, with other podcasts we listen to, but uh. I think in the middle of these races, these teams are only hitting three and four lug nuts. Guaranteed. Yeah. Exactly. Are you talking about when Harvick wrecked? Like, well, no, because that would have been in the final stage. So you had to have all five tight at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because right. they're going to be if if that's the last stop of the day, you got to make sure all five are tight because when you come in the pit road is when they check. But they're not checking in the middle of these races. And on Sunday, the 11 team, I, granted, the 11 team was on it Sunday. They won the race off pit road there at the final stage, which is when you have, so have to have five. So, um, <laughs> what was that? easy, Tiger. 
<laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> um, I held the camera away from it and thought it was. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's, there's a there's a question to be raised. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man! Goddamn. That these teams are hitting three or four lug nuts in the middle of these races. That turbo boost. Jesus. Yeah, V6 hybrid. Oh my gosh, this is off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, Derek. That actually happened. I mean, like you said, uh, who lost? Who won on pit road? The twenty-two one came off pit road fast. No, Hamlin won the race off pit road, but they came in no, second. No, like during like the middle of the stage, I thought. Was oh yeah, like, Hamlin's crew was was putting down lightning pit stops in the middle of the like eleven second pit stops in the middle of the race. Yeah, because so. there was the one where like Truex came in the leader. And then they showed, like, the driver comparison, and, like, the driver was, like, a second faster than or, – or, no, 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 I had it backwards. The crew was, like, a second faster Hamlin's crew than Truex's crew. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I mean, I'm not to sit here and call teams out. I don't know what's going on, but – Do it. Question. The pilot's I mean, we are. I'm doing, I just did it. I mean, it's out. The cat's out of the bag. Um, I, also want, I also want to go ahead and say I think Travis has been drinking tonight. Uh, no, I, I haven't, actually. <laughs> Surprisingly, no. I, I I got back from jujitsu with eight mo's and fired up the the anchor app. Got it. I've been drinking water. Ugh. Ugh. Um, another hot topic on Sunday though. Uh, the five team really was out to lunch. Oh, yeah. What day. the hell happened to them? Like, I'm not sure. I mean, I was kind of surprised that Larson had a fun that was night your of pick to fun... win the race. I, well, he had a hell of a weekend of racing. I mean, he, it's Friday night. He was in the sprint car. So we'll touch on that a little bit. Won that feature at Williams Grove. And then Saturday, they loaded up and were he was racing the late model or was going to race the late model. Uh, set quick time for the night, but had some blue smoke coming out the motor. So they ended up just packing it up and going home. So he could have had two wins all weekend. And then Sunday, fired it up and ran about 20th all day. So. That I team was uh, way off. 20th, 20th is being nice. He was like four laps down at the end of the race. He finished like 25th. Also, is there, anything, is there anything better than seeing Chase Elliott get lapped? It makes me laugh. I, I like Chase Elliott. So. Did he get lapped? Uh, he was like right on the fence. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, I mean, it, when there's well, only six cars on the lead lap. <laughs> right. Yeah, he got me running pretty good. Did not get yeah, lapped. he finished seventh. What a fucking bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, like I said I, I don't. I felt like he had a decent Dale day, never quietly decent day. Um, and then the other Hendrick guy, he had Alex Bowman. He, uh, I'm so mad. I almost he, he was sneakily sneaky fast all day, and then they had uh, right there at the start of stage three, they had a tire violation, and they, he had come back through the field. So really impressive drive by that kid. Absolutely. Kyle Larson finished 12. Did he really? How he was like three laps down. That's surprising. Yeah, I mean, where, where did Chase Elliott finish? Eighth. Well, listen, all all the Hendrick cars inside the top twelve. It's pretty solid. Nerd. I don't understand. Like, I, I, I missed. I mean, I don't think TV did a great job just like showing the finish of that did... race, like through the field in general. Because like Tyler Reddick ran top ten all day and he finished twentieth. So like, uh, obviously something happened there. Like by the way, that is Mary Page's new ferry driver. Oh yeah, new Chicken Tinder Boy. 
Well, Tyler Reddick, as we know him as. Gotcha. Actually, got a few, couple quarters lights in her. <laughs> how how how'd she land on Tyler Reddick? Tyler Reddick. Well, so when you know Clint first retired, it was between him and Briscoe, and, and I'm still up. In... Uh, phone cut off. Yeah, uh, there he is. I will say it's pretty cool going to a race and not having a favorite driver. I'm not gonna lie, you know, just kind of not watching one driver the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so she was kind of like, you know, I want Tyler Reddick, and I was like, all right, well, you got to stick with him now. Enjoy losing for the next twenty years, like I have. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> It'll be fun. I think he's gonna turn the corner. I think so too. He has some talent. I think RCR is trending in the right direction as well. Austin's been I mean, yeah, well lately. I, that's what I was honest. about to say. Is that's the problem? Is RCR like? Oh yeah, I mean that's definitely kind of second tier equipment there. Hey, not... We got to disregard, which is crazy everything. to think about if you think about it. I hand up. I I said Kyle Larson finished twelfth. I was looking at the lineup for the Talladega race. <laughs> He's slurpy brain. No. <laughs> he okay. is Slurpy Brain tonight, dude. He must Kyle have a crush Ar- on you, Ben. Kyle Ar- he's he's, he's all, all flustered. Get all Gucci. Kyle Larson finished 18th. Chase Elliott finished 12th. Um, William Byron finished okay. 7th. So Tyler Reddick finished 20th. So my point stands about that. I just got lucky there, I guess. <laughs> about yeah. time. I knew when I was looking down at the bottom and I saw Harrison Burton, I was like, wait, what am I looking at? Yeah, that's another topic. Harrison Burton getting his first, first cut start this weekend for the Gaunt Brothers. It's pretty cool to see. So, that car's um, probably going to be fast, too. I bet they're going to get some Gibbs assistance on that car with Harrison Oh, running. for sure. So, that for that sure. car's going to be fast. I mean, they were pretty quick at Daytona. So you guys have any more questions about Richmond? Or you guys want to kind of like preview Talladega a little bit? Yeah, I mean, we feel like we've covered Richmond. I don't have any really closing things to say about it. You got anything, Travis? Um, I'm I'm concerned for the future of the track. I'll I'll say that because well, we I just... said concerned. Maybe they just lose one date, which is not a yeah, bad thing. Just, honestly, have a date on there. Yeah, I I, I, I said I, I I'm okay <laughs> using a date for diversity in the schedule. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not even meaning losing dates. I'm just like, when are we going to see a good Richmond racing? Like, hopefully next say, year I mean, with this new car. Like, we saw it like three years ago, two years ago. Right. It, it, it's just sad that like. You know, we only have a couple short tracks, and when one of them's just garbage now, like, I mean, Richmond is only grandfathered in as a short track. I mean, if you I want bet- short tracks, I mean, we're talking about half mile tracks then, which well, hopefully uh, we're getting the fairgrounds. And if you talk, we talk about reconfiguring Richmond. Hell yeah, let's go back to a half mile like the fairgrounds. Are you gonna lose a date to the um, Fontana short track thing? No, Fontana will still keep one date. Uh, so okay. Uh, like I said, I think if Richmond does lose a date, it'll be to the Daytona Road Course. That makes sense. Are they working on that now? The short huh? track. Have they have they tore uh, Fontana up yet? No, I believe we're still going back there next year. Why? Or, I'm pretty excited for that, to be honest. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. I mean, I guess it's in limbo because we, we didn't go there this year. So I don't know what. I mean, I guess this was supposed to be the last year, right? Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard any more about that project. Yeah. And maybe we won't race there. Maybe they started tearing it up. Or maybe they do start tearing it up, and we don't race there for a couple of years. And Why don't we just have – they tear it up, and we'll have a dirt race for one year. Because we already got one at Bristol next year. 
Well, that's what I said. I said to you guys kind of like tongue-in-cheek in the group chat after Bristol, but would you guys – if we do another dirt project, would there be any doubt that Richmond's the next track that should be that project? Oh, yeah. Richmond dirt would be sick. Or even just if we're if we're gonna do dirt, we should just do a facility full time dirt and have it the NASCAR dirt track. Yes. Um, yes. And I'm cool. Drew was very taken aback by Richmond dirt. Well, I mean, if you're gonna like, like we're at that, like I said, don't don't oversaturate us with dirt. It's what I I think he's getting at, and what I'm getting at as well. You know what I'm saying? Once a year is good enough. One track a year, and whether we kind of rotate it between a handful of tracks, maybe like I said, Bristol and maybe Hell. Richmond. Try Richmond a couple years, see what it does. Dude, I say we go back to back: Bristol dirt, Richmond dirt, and call it the dirt swing. Maybe. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I don't know the logistics of it. I'm sure it's a lot more dirt to cover a three quarter mile track. Um, I don't know how a three-quarter mile track would race on dirt, but it sure as hell would be interesting. That's a lot of dirt. Yeah, I mean, like I said, shit. No. Use the dirt you're going to use at Bristol. Use the dirt you're going to use at Bristol. Like I said, I, I just want to see if we're going to do dirt, either go to a legit dirt track full-time, and make that the one dirt race, or... If first one gets it, you got to get all slick Rick in that deal. Get paint trucking in it. Yeah. yeah, do you guys think that that's a solution to Sponsor good right there. racing, making Richmond great again? Do you guys think that's a solution? Well, I said, I, I, I've said it three times now, I think. That, well, I said we got to see what this new car does. See how this go new ahead car and say right. it a fourth. Uh, we got to see what this new car does. Go ahead, and give it a, go ahead and give it a Kevin Harvick. I mean, if this new car could be the best thing since Joey Logano, if you get that reference. Um, but, um, oh. <laughs> so, who knows yet? And then I said maybe you could look at sealing the racetrack and see what that does again. And then at the, I think I think the last option would be to haul in all that dirt and then you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, seal it with some dirt. Because I don't think you could run any other series. I mean, maybe late models, but I don't think you're bringing the sprint cars to Richmond. Mm-hmm. Oh hell no! I mean, I said they've already they used to run at Syracuse and they don't anymore for a reason, and that was a mile track. So, obviously, it was New York, but you know what happened at Syracuse. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure a bunch of people got killed. I don't know any of the details or whatever, but I know that's not they don't race there anymore. I didn't know that story. That's why I asked. Well, yeah, it's, I just know it was a mile long track that they used to run back in the day. Are you too fast? Yeah, I assume so. Okay. I mean, I think Bristol. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm a That'll... little worried for this weekend, honestly. I think we could see somebody get killed this weekend. Oh, my goodness. Don't say that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say it. Jesus. <laughs> like, True I shit. mean, we were all hinting at it, like somebody getting hurt or something, and then Derek Paul goes out like, hey, I think somebody's going to die. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I think I said, I said somebody could get killed, which somebody could get killed any time we fire race cars up and go race. Mason will break both their legs. <laughs> Huh? Wow. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. <laughs> anyway, so preview Talladega, what do you guys think? Uh, roll the dice, you know. So I'm kind of interested in this, in this uh, Jenny Cobb story. 
Yeah, uh, what, what the hell happened there? Like, like I mean, because she was a wet. I don't know. She was a weapon in that truck race. I, she, her, and that one dude wrecked. Like, like within like the first fifty laps, were just like exchanging, wrecking each other. So I actually looked into it before I got on here. It's like the resume rule. I guess it's like a thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm all for it. I mean, they did the same thing last year to to James Davison at this very racetrack. So yeah, I mean, I don't know why everybody's all up in arms. Because he's an iRacer, right? And he's trying to be in Tadeo. Well, he, he's an IndyCar racer. Okay. And then he was trying to just jump over to NASCAR and make his first start. No, nah, and... you, don't do that. You, you don't do that Tadeo. Right. I mean, I, I know I mean, Jennifer Joe Cobb has run Drew, stock cars. They, they let Drew Herring make his first start in the championship race a couple years ago. Yeah, but that's not Talladega. Right. You start, championship race. You start like Kansas or Kentucky. I mean, I said, I don't know. That's on NASCAR. But I said, I, I'm totally fine with this. I don't understand why everybody's up in arms over it. Um, I mean, Jennifer Joe Cobb's been racing in the truck series for like 15 years. Like She's like, she's like 49. I had no idea. I understand that. I mean, hey, that's she fine. She have a race car, so I just kind of feel I'm not like saying she doesn't. I mean, but if NASCAR felt like it was a safety hazard, then yeah, they chose to do that. One- like playing bumper cars at Richmond and say, yeah, we probably don't need her out there in a cup. Like if she did it exactly in that incident at Richmond, she's probably racing at Talladega. Like I think that incident at Richmond, like cost her making the start. You're probably right. I mean, um, I have no doubts about that. Um, I said, I mean, I wasn't too shocked to see that them say that. Um, I was going to say that they don't really let any drivers make their first start at Talladega, but then I guess I'm wrong with uh, they let Harrison Burton make his first start there. Austin Sendrick. Daytona. Yeah, I mean, I, Daytona is a different animal. Yeah. Um, a whole different beast. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, because you have a lot of practice at Talad- uh, Daytona building up, you know, you kind of Are they the wide open for, for fans next, next week? You know? No, it's not wide open. I mean, the state of Alabama is wide open, but I think NASCAR is kind of putting a cap on it because of just like social justice reasons. You know what I mean? Like they don't want the cancel culture coming after them. Boo, NASCAR, boo. I don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there raising hell. Uh, the weather forecast go. doesn't look good, though. I mean, because as of now, like Friday night rain, Saturday one hundred percent chance of rain. So if that forecast holds, I'm just gonna make the day trip Sunday because I'm not gonna drive down Friday night just to sit around and rain on Friday night and sit around and rain all day Saturday. We all just sit around. You can go see boobies. Kind of be silly. No, they shut North Park down this year. Oh, dude, well, really? the, no tank camping. Oh, so it's not gonna be nearly like it usually is. Uh, that's what I'm saying. If if, if Friday, if honestly, I think Bristol's gonna be wild this weekend, Ben. Bristol, yeah, for the World of Outlaws. Oh, on the on the big track at Durst, at Bristol. Mm. Nice. That's news to. Well, ben. that's what I'm saying. I think the the party scene there is gonna be wild. Oh, probably. So I'm excited for that. What did, right. did you see this Kevin Harvick the dog car? Yeah, the dog, the dog brew. That car looks sick. 
I yeah, might have to buy cool. that shirt. Like, I'm looking at a shirt right now. You should just buy the drink and drink it. I'll do that, too. <laughs> ben probably <laughs> has it. Ben probably is <laughs> drinking it. I need to get one. A, I need to get one Kirby before Kirby kicks it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know need what? to. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'll, go, I'll grab one out the fridge right now. Right here. Bush light. Right in my hand. I hope it'll level on that a little bit. <laughs> you could only hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Talladega should be good. Um, I said I think Chase Elliott is going to be strong. They need a strong run. I think they'll be a force to be reckoned with. They run really well here. Hendrick Motorsports always fast on the super speedways. Um, the Penske guys will be yeah. fast. Blaney get a rebound here. Yep, Blaney will run Top good Top here. Bush will lead a bunch of laps and get wrecked from the lead with ten to go. There you yeah. go. You heard it here first. He'll probably be thirtieth all race. I mean, when's the last time <laughs> Kyle Busch was like had a super speedway race? And like, uh, I mean, uh, like, he's got to have the worst super speedway luck of, of of all time. Like, no, that would be Clint Boyer. I swear. That dude. Well, he runs. won a couple of the things. That dude I mean, so is Kyle Busch. Clint Boyer won one of the closest finishes in NASCAR history. So I mean, he has that going for him at least. He would run 30th all race and get up to the top five in the wreck. Like, typical Clint Boyer fashion. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Busch and Clint Boyer are about the same super speed racers. I'd say Clint Boyer's a little bit talented, but, you know. He's probably more talented than <laughs> Kyle Busch, yeah. You're probably not right, or probably not wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be showing his talent up in the booth on Sunday. <laughs> but, yeah, all right, we can get into some picks. Um Ben, you're our guest. We'll let you go first. So what, Dega? Yeah. Oh, hell, boy. Well, we're doing trucks first. Or is it trucks or Xfinity? I don't know. You're going. It's Xfinity. It's Xfinity. I knew that. They race trucks during the fall. Xfinity race. Which is probably going to be Sunday because I feel like if there's a rain out on Saturday, which looks likely, my prediction is they'll do the ARCA race at like 9 a.m. on Saturday. Or on or nine a.m. on Sunday, then the Cup race at the regular time at one on Sunday, one local time, two Eastern, and then they'll do the Xfinity race right after the Cup race, and we'll have a Sunday triple header. So that's my prediction. I'll just say that first. All right, there, so- there's your weather from Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so you me do my pick for Xfinity race. Yes. Yeah. And then well, you can just do both. Why not? All right. So Xfinity is a uh... just Xfinity. We'll do Cup next. All is right. Jeb, is Jeb Burton still in there? Yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that boy. You took my pick, you bastard. Oh yeah. Suck it. Go ahead, Derek. Um. AJ Allmendinger. Oh. Just lock it down with Colleg right now. Yeah, those college. Yeah, do I? They're gonna be tough to beat. They'll get out front and just stay out front. They they usually do that these tracks. I got one. This is a guy who needs a big breakout moment. It'll be a feel good win if it happens. I got Tad Dillon taking the fifty four to victory lane. I like that. There you go. Solid. He needs a good run for sure. He really, he really does. He had a terrible start to the season. Yeah, and he had he he put that whole thing out, uh, just about how like everything's taking a toll on him too and stuff. It's kind of hard to read that and not feel for the guy. So 
Uh, he needs – and this is a huge opportunity for him this weekend, and I think he's going to come through, and the 54 is going to go to victory lane. All right, Ben, who you got on the cup side? I think I'm going to stick with my guns going through the 14. Just kidding. Dang, that was a joke. Clint Boyer? <laughs> I think some jabroni named Chase Briscoe now. But, uh, no, nah, I think out of Mitchell, Indiana. I think we're going to take old uh, Ron Blaney. Pull it off back to back. Old Blaney. All right. Wow. Um, is he still what? Like, when is he not YRB anymore? Like, is he, is he, like, when does he become ORB, old Ryan Blaney? He'll just become Blaney. Derek, do you still use the fucking shampoo that he sponsors? Sponsors? That wasn't him sponsored. That was in, that was another NASCAR. You're talking about mane and tail. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't sponsor that. Oh, uh, okay. I just wanted the good flow, bro. <laughs> the lettuce. The lettuce. <laughs> Um. All right, my pick for a cup on Sunday. <laughs> Finally gets the monkey off his back. Um. Probably should have won the past two races. Uh, Dennis Hamlin from Chesterfield, Virginia. Dennis the Menace. Finally right, gets the victory pick. lane. My pick on Sunday, I've thought of, I've thrown a few different names around for mine. I've actually thought about this beforehand. But, um... I'm going to go with his first career win at Talladega. Austin Dillon gets the three car back to victory lane where it belongs in Talladega, Alabama. Austin Dillon gets his first win of the season. And a Dillon brothers sweep of the weekend. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was, that was intentional, but that'd be yeah, pretty, that'll be the, that'll cool. be the story. That'll be the story of the weekend. The Dillons own the day. Dillons and Dega. There you go. And the story, your, the headlines write themselves. That's your Monday newspaper right there, Dylan and Dega. You heard it here first, rows one through ten. Dylan Dega. <laughs> um. All right, well, I think that kind of wraps up the NASCAR side of things. Um, yeah. How, yeah. Now you can talk about VMS. Yeah, we can break down the sprint car world. Um, what a race that was, by the ben, way. Ben, you're you're more than welcome to stay in here till we finish this thing or whatever. Um, so just stay as long as you want and try no, pro- whatever you want. I'll say I'll probably hop off. You know, this 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 concludes the natural light uh, natter day segment. The, the natural light NASCAR section of Rose <laughs> If you guys want to have me on anytime, I thought it was awesome. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah we appreciate fun. coming on. Like I said it kind of keeps our our streak going. Um, I know we're we're at least batting five hundred of going to NASCAR races throughout the year of the first. So it would be now 10, so we've at least hit five, if not six. So well, we're, so we'll, we're doing it. I'll definitely watch Dig on TV, so if you guys want to have me on next week, just let me know. Yeah, we might. You're welcome anytime, brother. I mean, your views will probably go up by like 10 or 12%. At if least. they don't, you're, you're never coming back on. <laughs> <laughs> you're banned. that Ben bump. <laughs> All right, fellas. All right, bud. Have a good Be well, my friend. See you, boys. See you. Well, how's VMS? You can tell us about the racing in uh in Jamaica and Tony Stewart's big win. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it can't, it's hard to believe it was already about a week ago. Um, we're recording this it's Wednesday night at ten o'clock already. As I'm about to be leaving in, uh, I don't know, maybe seven eight hours. Um, so got some last minute packing to get finished. 
Um, are you working tomorrow? Or are you? I'm off, baby. I'm hitting the road before the sun comes up. I'm Hell out. yeah. Yeah, buddy. I'm living That's on Bristol fun. time as we record this. So Hell yeah. So I'm not worried about staying up too late. Uh, I was about to say that's why you were down to record so late tonight. Yep, exactly. Not, <laughs> I mean, even if it's a 4:30 alarm, that 4:30 alarm tomorrow is going to be a sweet one. So that's the Bristol alarm. Hell that's yeah. That's the no sleep till Bristol, baby. But yeah, um, VM, you can tell us about VMS. But shit, so. yeah, VMS, man. I started off a wild weekend for the All Stars, and well, shit. Before we even get to VMS, I guess it came out that day, Thursday. I guess Thursday, maybe Thursday and Friday that. The uh, World Outlaws were canceled for the weekend, so that kind of put a damper on things. Um, but yeah, I, said, I was excited to get down to Virginia Motor Speedway down there in Jamaica, Virginia. Um, it's my second sprint car race of the year, and it really felt like a posse race. Um, there was a lot of big names there um, of the Pennsylvania posse, but the guy that stole the, the night was Tony Stewart. Um, Ended up becoming a, a night of attrition with right rears blowing out every two laps when they went green. So they uh they ended up just waving off the green white checkered and just ran the straight up two laps or whatever. And uh, as Justin Peck kind of was dominating the lead there, well, I guess didn't really dominate the night. He kind of took the lead about halfway through. Um, and then as he was coming off the last corner, his right rear tire ended up blowing up, and he ended up finishing third. Um, I said Tony Stewart got the win, and you had the madman, Kerry Madsen, finishing uh, second on the podium that night. So it was, yeah. late. It was another late night. Um, Martinsville, I didn't get home till 1.30 Sunday, and then I didn't get home till about midnight 30 um, Thursday night. So it was tough getting up for work Friday, that's for sure. I, one th- one thing I wanted to, to like my big takeaway from that race is, uh, like once in a while you just see drivers do something that just makes you appreciate like how great they are. And for me, like that was one of those moments for Tony Stewart, where that's just the veteran, experienced driver where he knew how much tire he needed to save, and literally saved just enough that he is able to get the win in the last corner. Yeah, I saw a picture I mean, of it on Twitter, and you could see the cords on his tire. I mean, it was it was about to go any lap, so kind of almost lucky. But he also, I mean, there's got to be a little bit of skill involved with that. That they said that to save enough tire, know how much to push it. Um, there's got to be something involved with that, he, right? He he said in his interview after the race. I don't know if you heard it, but he said racing at Richmond up the road was a place that prepared him for a race like that and having to save tires. Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear his interview. I was hustling back to the pit side of things um, to pick up some T-shirts, some Justin Peck merch, and uh, some uh, Danny Dietrich merch. So, but yeah, he said racing at racing at Richmond was just a place that prepared him for a situation like that. Right on. Yeah, it was very. Like I said it was. Just, I had a lot of fun that night. Um, I got there super early, left work early that day, and got down the road. Um, it was kind of a good hike down that way. Um, it was about an hour and a half or so from my place, and I bought a pit pass, so I hung out in there all evening and and uh, just really enjoyed myself. Saw some familiar faces, some big names from the NASCAR world of things. Uh, Alex Bowman was in the house, and I felt like he really I, and I. I I said this Sunday after Bowman won, and I picked him 
to win in our Pickums League on Sunday, and I I picked him because Thursday night, man, he was just having a blast. He was out there. Nobody really bothered him. Nobody really knew who he was, to be honest. Everybody was more worried about Tony Stewart, and uh, Alex Bowman was just out there with his World Outlaws. I wouldn't say World Outlaws, but just Sprint Car Team um, with C.J. Leary behind the wheel. Um, that's a good-looking machine, by the way. I got some pictures yeah, I could post on that. I, I think I did post on that. Um, very, very clean race car. Um, but he was just out there enjoying himself, out there pushing off with the four-wheeler, just kind of chilling. So I knew that would be good for his mojo um, and his psyche going into the weekend. And if sure enough, paid off. I mean, yeah, that's uh, – that's yeah, we didn't really talk about Alex Bowman in our, our discussion about Richmond, but – yeah, I'm sure that was great for him and a, a, a good time. And so on Bowman real quick, you know, I, like just last week I was kind of – I don't want to say critical. Like I wasn't bashing him or anything. But I said he was like the one guy at that Hendricks table that I was just kind of waiting to see it from. Like he's definitely been the, the slowest of that Hendricks table by a wide margin so far this season. And, you know, just as I said that last week, he, he – Sure enough, turned it on and 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 won that race. So, I mean, you might be on to something. Like you, you like you said, you picked him in our pickums group, and you know, you you said you saw him down there. He seemed confident. He seemed relaxed, and you know, maybe that's that's just what these guys. Uh, the the I guess the the mental aspect of all this is 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 really underrated. Oh, it's got to be. I mean, it's a grind when this is your job, and there's millions of dollars of sponsorship on the line. Um. It's got to take a toll on you, especially when you're not running well. Um, you know what I mean. And you got four teammates or three teammates that are running well, two of which have a win. So, uh, so I mean, great, great, great win for him. And uh, yeah, kind of neglected to even talk about Bowman in our Richmond discussion. So, I guess now's the time to to say that rather than completely. Avoid no, I mean, it. I talked about him a little bit. I said they kind of were hanging around in the in the weeds all day. We had the fastest car at some points in the race. And, Said and made a mistake there to start stage three, but drove his way back up to the field and was in position when it counted. How's the uh, how's the facility down there in uh, in VMS? Is it a good place to see a race? Oh yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I guess now I've gone to a handful of sprint car tracks to kind of wrap my head around the sprint car facilities and world a little bit. Um, it's a top tier facility, no doubt about it. Um, the, the stands are plenty of grandstand, big grandstands that cover the whole front stretch. Um, and then if you buy a pit pass, the pits are along the back stretch side of things across this little road. Um, but you cross the little road, it's like a tiny little walk. I mean, it's not even hardly a walk, you know what I'm saying? And then they have a grandstand over there behind, uh, like going into turn three that you can sit in. And then you can also go down in the infield with your pit pass which I hang out down there quite a bit. Um, that's kind of like the staging area. Um, I'm sure that's the normal work area for a normal weekly show um, when there's only a handful of guys. But that's there's a lot, say, of, so. a lot of cars there, so they, they use the overflow pit area, it seemed like. But, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed myself. It's kind of sad that the sprint cars only come to Virginia and to Virginia Motor Speedway once a year, and this is really the only the second time in about 20 years. And the third time, I think, ever the sprint cars have ever run in Virginia. So, we need to get more more uh, sprint car action down there at Virginia Motor Speedway. 
I will say I didn't like the track surface. They, I don't know. Somebody said that it rained earlier in the day, and that was not. They weren't not on site. I don't know about how true that is. Um, and I don't know if the track kind of sealed itself over, like they sealed it over to kind of preserve it in case it did rain too much. But yeah, the track conditions weren't great. They should have maybe worked the track a little bit throughout the night. Um, to prevent those tire issues, but you're going to have that sometimes. I saw it a couple years, or Chris, a couple times last year, the World of Outlaws, that that, that kind of thing just happens. What's kind of like the big uh, weekly deal? Like, do you ever go down there and watch? Like, do they race late models there, modifieds there? Like, yeah, like, I think like- it's uh, late models and modifieds. They had the modifieds. Uh, I don't know how much you watched the show, the, the, the show that night but the modifieds were there that night as well so yeah it's just modifies and late models usually i've gone down there a handful of times before just check out some dirt racing that's awesome yeah obviously uh, and street stocks street stocks run everywhere so yeah but uh yeah i mean if you don't have anything i'll let you kind of take the reins on the rest of the weekend for the all-stars because i wasn't really watching you know, you had the flow subscription, so. Well, yeah, you good. watched Friday night. I didn't get to watch Friday night, which you said kind of That's was right, a yeah. uh, kind of a snoozer around Williams Grove, which has kind of been the case lately. It's been a train race at Williams Grove. Um, you had Larson picking up the win there. Lance yeah, Deweese. it was more of the same. Larson, he raced Lance DeWeese for a little bit, and he got around Lance DeWeese. And I think everybody, you know, expected those two to kind of be the favorites going in that race. And Kyle Larson, you know, went in there and, him and Lance DeWeese really, really uh, tore it up, and Larson pulled through and won it. Once Larson got the lead, he checked out, and I think he, he had a two or three. He had a pretty big lead, two or three seconds when he won the race. So, Yeah, so you had uh, Kyle Larson picking up the win, Lance DeWeese finishing second, Freddie Raymer third, Ian Madsen fourth, and Anthony Macri, the concrete kid. Finishing fifth. I didn't realize Tony Stewart was there again Saturday or Friday. So yep. he finished sixth. So cool to see that. Um, yeah, I said it was four four nights of racing, which was awesome. So that was uh, Thursday night, which was really, uh, Virginia. Then Friday night at Williams Grove. Saturday night at Port. That was a hell of a race. Um, not for the win, but for second place. Um, Logan Wagner kind of checked out there. Um, but you had a hell of a three-way battle for the uh, second place between Anthony Macri, Ian Madsen, and Jacob Allen, which was really cool to see, by the way, that once the Outlaws canceled for the weekend, Jacob Allen and the Shark Racing team headed, packed up and headed back home to PA to run um, it's at least Saturday night. I don't think they ran um, Sunday at Bedford. but I'm surprised Logan didn't join in there. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I saw pictures of something. Logan was hanging out in uh, Nashville. So can't blame him oh, there. Okay. Sounds like a good time. Oh yeah. Okay. So wouldn't we all love to hang out in Nashville? Oh yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> can't blame him for that. But very cool to see Jacob Allen haul ass home from Texas to get a Texas Oklahoma area um, to get back home and run an out or run an All Stars race um, up there at Port Royal. Um. You had Lance Deweese finishing fifth and Danny Dietrich sixth. Tony Stewart again running, finished seventh. Um, And then it was pretty cool after the cup race Sunday. You had the sprint cars again from Bedford Speedway, which I had never watched a race there. And uh, Macri kind of left or picked up where he left off Saturday night up there at Port Royal. He didn't pick up the win, but 
he put on a show uh, Sunday against Rico Abreu, who was kind of dominant most of the evening. And then Anthony Macri with a late race restart about 12 to go or so took the lead and never looked back. Um, so solid, solid weekend for Anthony Macri. I think handful of top five finishes there throughout the, the four nights of racing. Um, top five from Sunday, you had Anthony Macri, Rico Abreu, Paul McMahon, Corey Eliason, and Kyle Reinhardt. Uh, what an awesome weekend of racing in general. I mean, four straight days of racing. You know, the uh, sprint car fans and all stars fans. That was a yeah, really. I mean, and, I, and that's just that's just the two series that we cover the most. Um, yeah, I know you had a a pretty awesome F one race, from what I understand. I saw some highlights from that. That was looked pretty wild. Um, and then, uh, really disappointed that the IndyCar series uh, series start was. Uh, head-to-head against NASCAR on How Sunday. How stupid is that, by the way? Yeah, somebody really dropped the ball on that one. They screwed up. Um, I mean, they knew it was Jimmy Johnson's first race, and there had been a lot of NASCAR fans who wanted to watch Jimmy Johnson's first race, and they just completely blew it. Yeah, like you said, you kind of have to put that on IndyCar side of things because NASCAR schedule has been out for a while and been starting at 3 o'clock yeah. for pretty much the whole season when we're on the East Coast. Even when I think we're on the West Coast, so well, uh, you hate to see that opportunity for IndyCar. Yeah, no doubt, because it looked like it was a good race. That start was really crazy. I had I had the dual screens going. Luckily, I have a computer and can do that. And I said I had had one eye on the IndyCar race as I was watching and live tweeting the NASCAR, and they piled them up big on lap one. That boy, I tell you, and Jimmy Johnson snuck through there. Uh, I think they got a little bit of damage from it, but not much. And then. Then right shortly after that, he ended up spinning by himself and went a lap down and was able to just kind of ride around 19th one lap down throughout the day. So not a great start for Jimmy Johnson in his IndyCar debut, but I'm sure he'll pick it up and get a grasp on things. I didn't see the uh, F1 race, by the way. Didn't Lewis Hamilton have some issues in that race? Yeah, yeah. From what I can understand, Lewis Hamilton went off track and had to, like, whatever go back up or something and like as that was happening was when george russell and botus collided and brought out the safety car or something i said i was i just caught highlights and i was kind of just piecing together what i could of it um so incredible drive for lewis hamilton to come back to second from all that and verstappen got the win correct Yes, Max Verstappen got the win. So Lewis Hamilton with the one win, and now Max Verstappen with one win. So should be a hell of a title fight this year, I think. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty cool to to actually like you know I'm not a big F1 fan. I feel like I've vocalized that on here. Yeah, it's tough getting up early on Sunday mornings. I know that, <laughs> and, and I just don't like the way that that the series is run in general. But with with that being said, uh, it you know it seems like. Red Bull has really stepped up this year. And, uh, you know, this might be the first year that Max Verstappen's going to have a legit run at the championship against against Lewis Hamilton. So, uh, I mean, pretty exciting this year. I'll definitely try to tune into more races than I usually do. So, yeah, you know, I I'm usually like- keep an eye on it. And, I mean, once it gets out of hand and, and one team starts winning a lot, it's just like, eh, we know what's going to happen. You know, why tune in? Yeah. Um, so no, I always keep an eye on it, and I said I've been waiting for this battle, the Max versus Lewis battle, to come to age, and hopefully Red Bull has the car capable of doing it this year. 
Yeah, and we know Max, you know, it seems like he's he's kind of been like a dart without feathers for a little bit, and he's starting to get his feet under him as a driver and, you know, figuring out these races and, and, and improving and now flourishing into a championship-level driver. Yeah, I mean, that's – I've never really heard that. I mean, I guess I, I've never really heard it, but I like that phrase, start with health or whatever. But that's uh, you see that a lot in NASCAR these days too. These drivers are coming in so young, and they, they've got to learn from their mistakes to learn to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, doing, they're making these mistakes on the grandest stage of them all. So, And I mainly was referring to the fact that we just know Max has just had opportunities in the past, and – you know, hasn't been able to finish races and capitalize on all, you know, every opportunity he's had along with Red Bull's cars not quite being there. And I think both of those things coming together at the same time, I think Max has improved and matured as a driver and Red Bull's really gotten these cars going, going, going quick. So, yeah, yeah it seems like it two first two races. So hopefully it stays that way um, and we can see some good races throughout the year. But enough with that. Enough with the uh, we got Bristol single seaters. Yeah, we got Bristol and Dega weekend. Um, dude, I I'm excited, man. We got tomorrow night. I'm not sure exactly what time everything gets going. I, I mean, I've seen the tickets, but it looks it seems sounds early from what I think it's like five o'clock start tomorrow for practice or something like that. But either way, we're gonna make it. We'll be there. Um. Yeah, you'll be there, and I'll be in Talladega. So, well, yeah, tomorrow night is just the uh, test and tune night for the Outlaws there, at Bristol. So, I'll, I'm going to go in and get get all my merch and stuff, and kind of just enjoy it, take it in, and then we got two races: one Friday night, one Saturday night. So, I'm excited. The weather's kind of clearing up. It looked like it was a chance of rain on Saturday, and I was going to it's going to have to be a Sunday day race or something if they rained out. I heard. Oh. So I, I was going to stay for it if they do, but hopefully not. And I can get back and live tweet Talladega for all our fans. That's going to be brutal if that ends up being a day race. It could be. But, um, no, nah, it's pretty exciting. And I'll be heading down to Dega's. Obviously, the weather, I mentioned the weather earlier. And I'm going to day trip it on Sunday if this weather just continues to look terrible. But it, as of now, the plan was to go down Friday night. Watch some action at the short track Friday night, Saturday, go to Arca Xfinity, and then the short track Saturday night, then go to the cup race on Sunday. But Mother Nature seems like she's going to take a big, giant turd all over that. So, Well, hope for the best. Prepare for the worst. Yeah, I'm be, just Don't be afraid of the driving. rain. If Saturday looks like a total washout, I'm just not going to bother driving and sitting around up there all day. I'll stay here and. I got some things I was going to do Friday night otherwise anyway. So, I mean, I might just end up end up making the day trip on Sunday. And I know I gave my weatherman prediction earlier. But, in all, I mean, in all seriousness, schedule-wise, I think that's what makes the most sense. I just – the only issue would be is there going to be enough daylight after the cup race to roll the Xfinity cars out there and get them going. But I think it, it, if NASCAR can, they're going to try to make sure even if Saturday gets washed out, they get all three races in on Sunday. Yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. I um, don't think they want to stay there to, to, to Monday. And as a ticket holder, I'd be pissed if I, I end up – because, I mean, I, I'm not 
I'm 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 leaving Sunday regardless. I got work Monday. So. Yeah, and where, where do we head? Kansas next week. So it's a pretty long haul out that way after having to go back to Charlotte. So yeah, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They they they've done crazier logistic things. So I just think it's gonna be, you know, early breakfast ARCA race, nine a.m. type deal, and then Cup race, and then Xfinity after the Cup, or maybe vice versa. Maybe Xfinity then Cup then ARCA after the Cup race. Yeah, screw Arca. They can stay around until Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like NASCAR is just going to try to get them out of there if they can. But either way, I think they'll end up racing all three Sunday. But we will see. And I was also devastated because, you know, I was looking forward to seeing Tony Stewart and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. racing 360 sprints at the short track and seeing Red Farmer out there. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's not out of the question yet, so. Not looking good though. Like, nope. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, what do you think about Bristol though? Like track wise, like you know, what what do you think they need to do to? Basically, I think the everybody's concern got into the weekend is the safety, obviously, and that's a big concern because it's going to get uh, it's going to get it's going to be pretty hairy out there. So I mean, do you have any ideas for what you think they might? work uh due to the surface and the track to kind of minimize that risk um i'm not sure really how much you can do i'm sure they're gonna probably have track prep experts um on hand to hopefully get a, the the right surface that they need um you know that's that's the biggest part of it is making sure the track surface is correct of how these sprint cars run and you know what i'm saying what they're capable of doing so, so- Last uh-huh. time they raced the Outlaws at Bristol, did that? Were there any issues with wrecks and safety? And I mean, I, I just I never watched it or anything, obviously. But no, was, not that I'm aware of. I don't think there's any like big wrecks or anything. But the track surface was not very great, from what I understand, and it was kind of a train race. So I'm sure they want to try to fix that. Um, and that's it. I'm sure safety is obviously number one important. So. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. I don't know. I think it's kind of ever evolving. Nobody's really raced on this surface before because it's a brand new surface. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's just not much we can say preview wise. It's going to be really fast. It's going to be really crazy. And I don't know. We've never. Nobody's ever raced here, so I don't. Yeah, think I don't think anybody in the field. Is, I guess the only person in the field maybe that's raced here is Donnie Shots, possibly. Maybe Kinzer. Maybe Craig Kinzer. Possibly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, but Jack Hodgshaw might have. So it'd be I a mean, couple. I don't even know what the outlaws put on the website for like the the race. Uh I mean maybe they put history at half mile tracks, if I had to guess. Like Yeah, I'm not sure I had to go look, whatever, but we can just get into predictions. We've kicked this off long enough. Yeah. Well, who you think's winning Friday night? You're gonna be there. Or who's gonna win your first the first night there? Oh man. Um. Shit. You know what? It's gonna happen. I hope it happens while I'm there. I, I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna say it. Mister Three Hundred. Donnie at Bristol. Shots. at Bristol, baby. That would be freaking sweet. And- I, think, I think it's gonna happen this weekend. Whether it's Friday night or Saturday night, it's hard to predict. But we'll go with Friday. Hell, I'd be calling you celebrating if that if that uh, if that happens. 
But uh, I'm going to go with, on Friday night, Mr. David Gravel. I think okay. I think he uh, I, th- I think he's gonna figure out his way around here, and I don't know. I, I I acted like I was about to give some elaborate explanation, but I think he I think he's got a lot of speed in that car. I think he's gonna get it figured out pretty quick. And I got David Gravel winning on Friday night. All right, um, and Saturday night. Saturday night, I'm gonna pick uh, Kyle Larson to go out with the boys. Shit, uh, 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 yeah, you stole my pick, so kind of resetting now, deciding what, uh, well, here you can take Kyle Larson. I will, well, take... no, 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 I already picked him. I get my pick now. Nah, no, 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 uh, no take backs. I just need to get, uh, get my pick decided. <laughs> Who's gonna do it on, on Saturday night? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Aaron Reitzel. All right, there you I go. Think Aaron Reitzel's gonna get it figured out and get it. It's hard not to pick Brad Sweet, but I, I thought about it. But I'll go ahead and go with Aaron Reitzel. I think uh, he's gonna wheel it and get it done Saturday night. So I got uh, David Gravel, Aaron Reitzel was my picks this week. Obviously, Sweet's one to watch. I mean, he's fast everywhere, but I think another one to watch this weekend is the other, his Casey Kane racing teammate is uh, James McFadden. I think he'll be one. He's one to wheel it. He's a gasser. This is kind of a track. I think it's right up his alley. What a loaded field. Like, oh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, we got, we got Tyler Courtney. He's going to be out there. Our boy, Justin Peck's going to be out there. Uh, I mean, you, you, name it, you name it pretty much in the country of sprint car racing, they're going to be there. I feel Jack, like the only two Jack names, Hotfield. the only two names that aren't on this list that are big time names that I feel like are, you know, saying missing are Lance DeWeese and Danny Dietrich. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was surprised not to see either of them, uh, get the invite to race here. Well, I'm but. sure they got the invite. I think both of them turned it down from what I understand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, we'll, well see. But, yeah, yeah I'm excited. Be- um, headed out of here. Let's see. 10, 30, 11, 30, 12, 30, 1, 30, 2, 30, 3, 30, 4, 30. About six hours. Six and a half hours or so. I'm out of here. So That's freaking sweet, man. Let's wrap this way, thing up. Go ahead. What are you saying? Newt, uh, real quick. Brent Marks. Oh yeah, Brent um, Marks. I don't know what what who let who go if he left them or they left. Sounds him. like he left. That's uh I don't know. Don't know what's up with that. I don't know if I guess he still has the invite to race at Bristol. Um, I don't know if he will be racing in Bristol. So I don't know. To yep, he's Myerstown Missile. No I actually was gonna buy one of his t-shirts the other night for last week. Yeah, that's just kind of came from out of nowhere. That team has has had some good runs this year. Yeah, it's not not surprising. terrible, but yeah, it's kind of surprising. Odd timing of it, especially right before Bristol. Maybe you think they'd do it after Bristol or something, but who knows? If you're not having fun, though, you're not having fun. Time to time to call it quit. So, yeah. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up. We've been going for a while. That was that was a lot we've been, but it was fun. You know, it was all over the place, but. Yeah, things uh, got a little off the rails there with all of us getting on, but it's not bad. Um, yeah, you gotta have fun. You gotta have fun with it. I don't, it was a fun episode, but yeah, um, I have fun this weekend. I guess I'm gonna have a blast. We bringing the content to 
the Twitter and Instagram accounts. So be sure to tune in for that. Hell yeah. Have a blast, man. We're both going to be tweeting some awesome racing pictures and videos and content from the track. So we'll be living up to our name this weekend and in two weeks at Darlington. Yep. That's right around the corner. So we'll be both of those races. We've got a lot of racing coming up with Darlington and the 600. So content will be coming your all's way. Indeed it will. Well, any parting shots or are you getting out of here? It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. It's Bristol, baby. It's Dega, baby. Everybody have a good weekend. See you.